This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 864 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, and today it's Good Neighbor Kim Pojeta. She's with MVP Realty. Kim, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm doing almost as good as you. That's awesome to hear. <laughs> I love it when our guests bring on a great energy. That's what it's all about. That's what life is all about, right? It, putting, putting that energy out there, making people feel good, which is certainly something that you excel in uh, because goodness gracious, whether you're buying a home, selling a home, that's a big deal in our lives. And typically the you know, probably the biggest assets uh, that many of us will will make or, or investments many of us will make. Uh, so love what you do and um, the fact that you get to do it in Southwest Florida. Lucky us, right? Yeah, no snow down here. <laughs> so Kim, let's start with what you're doing at MVP Realty and uh, you know your real estate happenings. So um, my husband and I are a real estate team, and yes, we're at MVP Realty. We enjoy it there. The broker there is fantastic. Um, Derek Carlson is above and beyond anyone else I've had as a broker. So it's it's really been a good experience there. Yeah. So I love it. You and your husband are both in the same business, and uh, you know. How is he? Does he listen to you know your instructions uh, pretty well? Because I'm in the same situation with Barb, and and I'm getting better and better. We've only been working together for thirty mid thirty plus years, and and I'm learning. Alice and your husband is TJ, correct? He is. Yep, yep. Is he? Is he? I, hopefully, he's listening to this. Is he good at following instructions? Is is? Can I share any advice uh, that he, you would like me is, to pass on? He's very good at following instructions. He, uh, we both bring different ends to the business. So, you yeah. know, on the front end, yeah. you kind of meet me and then it, through the inspections and the closing, you deal more with TJ. And so we have our own oh, roles. That's... Yeah. 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 So you're complimenting one another, not a duplication. Yeah. Well, we try. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you do more than try. So that's awesome. How about your journey into the business? How did you guys get into real estate? Um, we got into real estate. I guess everybody has their own reasons. We started in Virginia back in the 90s and we bought and sold a lot of what we called dirt or otherwise known as land. And we had a philosophy. They're not making any more of it. And then we came down here to Florida and we I apprenticed under a local realtor here and probably learned everything I shouldn't do. And then we we went and became our own group and part of MVP Realty eventually. And we learned along the way that. Um, the system's broken at times and the biggest complaints we hear from people is realtors won't listen or they're in too much of a hurry or maybe I'm not ready yet. I need more information. And so we got more and more involved because of that. And we found that people mm. kept saying, I have a friend, I have another friend. And that that's great when most of your business is referrals. Yeah, it sure, sure is. And what part of uh, Virginia were you at? Uh... In we before you got down here in Front Royal, oh, Winchester lovely. kind of area. Eventually, yeah. we moved down to Lake Anna and spent some time down there in a boating community, and then here we are. Wow, good for you guys! How about mis misconceptions? You you touched on a couple there. What comes to mind? A uh, misconception you hear about the real estate world or realtors and at large that you can speak to? 
Um, probably the biggest is that it's really easy. You know, anyone could do it. Mm. You can just go get your license. It doesn't take much. And we're just going to go make yeah. millions of dollars. And it, it doesn't quite work like that. <laughs> it is um, not complicated to get your license, but then it's making sure you understand all the contracts, all the steps in the process, the, the people part to it. You know, people need to have the time they need. We work with some people for a month and they bought and they're moved into a place. And we work other, with other people for years as we teach them about the area and they finally get to the point where it feels right for them. So I think yeah. some of it is just, it's might not be as easy as people think and you might not become as wealthy as you thought in the first six months. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. I, I certainly understand that. I mean, it's, it's any business. I would just, uh, just did an episode with someone who's in the financial kind of planning uh, side of the equation. We were talking about, you know, the average business doesn't make it. And uh, I'm sure that's because a realtor is truly, even though you're under a brokerage, a realtor truly is a business owner of their own business and uh, probably much the same. You know, there are plenty of realtors out there, but how many of them are really making it? Um, the the and statistics in my world are terrible. You know, it, yeah. it's the yeah. amount of people that don't even make it through their first year is huge. Yeah. And you really have to, Put yourself out there and trust in yourself. And one of the biggest things is dealing with maybe self-doubt in the beginning and, and being willing to learn as you go and talk to people and take good advice from others who have done it before you and not think that you have a better way to make that wheel. Yep. There you go. Love it. Love it. And it all takes time. It does. So about outside of uh, what you guys are doing in the real estate side, what are you doing for fun? Oh, for fun, we read contracts. <laughs> we go to go. meet people, different inspectors and mortgage people and trying to team up with the best people out there. Um, but really, for fun, my husband fishes. He has a, a pedal kayak and he loves going back water and oh, has a great time. Yeah. And we have a little small pull behind camper that we enjoy getting away up to a little place called Fish Eating Creek, a little north of LaBelle. So close enough if we need to come back, but we can pretend that we're on vacation. Very nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'll tell you, there's just so many great places to go to inland. Uh, you know, there's so many gems as well as the obvious, you know, the, the touristy, uh, you know, the coast. But that's awesome. So what what does, uh, does your husband have a... Uh, like a, an awesome fish story that comes to mind uh, that that you guys like always bring up when someone says, oh, you know. Well, most what's, of his fish stories involve the alligators because where he goes. Ooh. Yeah, they're, they're at times longer than his kayak. So he always films when he goes fishing and he comes home with great pictures of turkeys in the wild and all kinds of shorebirds and wild birds out there. But always the gators are the big hit on my Facebook page. People tune in just to see what was his latest gator story. So I guess they uh, they see a fish in distress and they want they see that as lunch, I guess, huh? Well, where he goes, they're more wild, so they don't um, they're not thinking about people as whatever or yeah. even the fish. They're just kind of lounging around on the banks and they see the kayak coming and they're like, "Oh, we better get underwater because we want to stay alive another day." But when they go yeah. flailing and splashing into the water, you'd think they were coming straight at him to attack him. Does he ever have like balance issues where I'm like, 
Because uh, those things, I've seen them. I mean, they're very cool looking, but they also look like they could easily tip. Uh, is, yeah, is he, the ever he bought a very large one. It's like 12 or 14 feet long with a pedal drive okay. in the middle. And the balance is really good. So he fit, he yeah. has total confidence. I watch the videos and I go, okay, not me. I'm with you. I'm with you. Wow. Okay. <laughs> How about when it comes to a hardship, life challenge, Kim, what comes to mind a period of time you were challenged and uh, you got through it. And now looking back, you can say because of that, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Um, my biggest challenge was a personal challenge. And um, I got cancer in my 30s. And somebody told me, my oh. physician, that I had a year to live. And I look back on all that and count all my blessings because that's been more than a couple decades ago. So I'm, right. I'm very happy to still be here. And, you know, I've made it through all of the after parts of that. And that's a good thing, you know, blessed and uh, everything else in more ways than one. Yeah. Yeah. How do you even keep your head on uh, when you get a diagnosis like that? You, you don't. You run from one yeah. thing to the next thing. You put a p team of people with you. You talk to every. I worked as an animal keeper at the time. And where I was was part of National Zoo, and we had an affiliation to NIH. And the veterinarians that I worked with had doctors they knew at NIH, and they put me in touch with some of the best of the best. And it wow. was just belief and trust and running forward. Yeah. And, you know, you have, to, you have to overcome that hurdle that somebody said I was going to die and get to the point where you say, well, I'm going to do everything I can to try and live. And then you hope, yeah. you know. In my yep. world, there probably was a greater plan that, you know, I fit into at yeah. that point. Yeah. Wow. Good for you. And, and thank you for, for sharing that. I know that'll be inspiring for some of our listeners, if not all of them. Um, one thing you wish our listeners knew about you, TJ, uh, what you guys do in the real estate world, what would that be? Um, I would want everyone to know that we work very hard to ensure that people feel comfortable with what they're moving forward with. I don't want anyone to feel rushed. I don't want anyone not to understand the steps in the process. I don't want anyone to get the last week before they close on their house or go to sell their house and say this, this was a mistake. So we make sure everybody is very well prepared, even if that means that um, ultimately somebody doesn't buy or sell with us and we might show you properties or what have you. We, we want you happy out the other side of things. And that's worked very well as being our business practices, that we take the time, we, we ensure that you're a part of your own process. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, for our listeners who want to learn more, want to get in touch, Kim, what's the best way for them to do so? So my phone number is 239-300-5634, or you can email me at sandalsinparadise at gmail.com. Usually one of those will find me. I text, I email, I talk, whatever people like. That's awesome. Well, Kim, thanks for being on the show. And we wish uh, both you and TJ uh, success going forward there. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.